0: Welcome to the MetPro Method Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal O'Keefe, and today I'm joined by Dr. Mark Welch, who is many things, a radiologist, also a gymnastics judge, just had to throw that in there, and a MetPro client. Today, we're going to be talking about nutrition and specifically how it impacts eye health. Mark, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, glad to be here. Well, we we, we definitely appreciate it. Uh, can you start by telling us a little bit about yourself and and what your day job looks like?
1: Sure, I'm a um, general radiologist. I'm one of the physicians that looks, like, looks at x-rays all day, does biopsies, MRIs, CAT scans, all that. So unfortunately the thing with my job is I'm usually in the dark a lot of the time and without having pristine vision, yeah, I don't have a job, and kind of everything I do relies on this. It's it, very important.
0: It's It does seem important. Do you think that the average person is aware how important it is?
1: Not really. <laughs> no, it, it, it's just interesting how it, a lot of this is... My whole field is based on perception, seeing subtle things like that. So it makes it a very difficult, challenging job.
0: I bet. Do you, what do you wish that people knew about how to keep their eyes healthy?
1: Basically, there's a lot of things you can do. First of all, it's very difficult to beat um, aging. A lot of these things, cataracts, macular degeneration, they're based on age. It's very hard to beat that. It's very difficult also to beat genetics. If you have a rare genetic eye disease, something that's gonna accelerate that, it's very difficult to beat it. But with proper nutrition, there are some things you can do that'll actually help mitigate the damage. There's a lot of different vitamins you can do, a lot of different nutritionary guidelines you can follow that actually help do that. And what's really interesting about this is it's not based, I would never tell anybody to base all of their nutritionary advice on to preventing one disease. It's more, there's a lot of side effects, positive side effects from a balanced diet, anything you do that's going to help the vessels in your eyes are also going to help the vessels in your heart, brain, everything. And it's really interesting. People always think a doctor can fix it. There's some things you can't fix. Um, So a lot of it is just strategies you have for yourself that you can really help uh, mitigate these damages.
0: Okay. Let's pause on that for a moment. So when you say blood vessels in the eyes, that makes sense to me, but I guess I was not aware that if, probably is a better question, most diseases or things that happen in the eye are centered around blood vessels, or is it, are there other things that, that come up a lot? Is that one of the leading issues people have?
1: Pretty much. Yeah. For, like diabetics, it's all microvascular disease. Oh. And the microvascular disease that also can affect the capillaries in your brain. You don't want to have all these tiny micro infarcts in your brain. Microvascular disease in your vessels, skin, face, premature wrinkling, things like that, can all come down to capillary damage. So it's almost like if you fix one, there's some good side effects.
0: Okay. How do you fix capillaries? How do you fix blood vessels?
1: A lot of it is having like normal blood sugar. That's what the main thing is you want to have. So it's really tough for diabetics. So they really need to have strictest of strict control. What's the problem with having a high blood sugar? It's capillary and distant disease that also affects the eyes. You get tons of micro hemorrhages that affect the retina, can affect small vessels in the brain, it can affect the heart, large vessels, everything like that. That's one of the things. The other thing is uh, that's the main thing I find also cataracts. Things like that. Some of it is age related, but other things, based on diet, having normal blood sugar can help. Oh. Hypertension. That's the main thing. And unfortunately, my blood pressure is through the roof. A lot of stress it in everything I do, as the typical American is, but there are a lot of things you can do. So it's everybody's born with certain risk factors, and your job in life is to try to mitigate or be as healthy or as safe as you can with those. And by that, there's things you can do. Like one of the worst things you can do is like sodium, Oh. high blood pressure. And a lot of this stuff goes together. You eat a lot of snack food loaded with simple carbohydrates. Those will spike your blood sugar, a lot of sodium, a lot of saturated fats, you prevent those, it'll actually help basically stabilize your blood sugar. It helps with dietary fats, your cholesterol, everything like that.
0: And then all of those things will help keep your blood vessels and your capillaries clear, which therefore will benefit everything, not just your eyes. It's all over. Exactly. Exactly.
1: Okay. So I always find people ask, what what one thing can I do that'll... What one, what food can I do? The whole thing with all this is you have to have a balanced diet. You don't want to focus on one particular food. It's because every food, if you drink, if you eat enough of it, you can, everything can be toxic. Sure. If you, so you want to have balanced. And some of the, some of the nutrients that are actually essential to eye health, one of the ones that tends to be in everything is liver, but if you have a diet of liver, only liver on every single meal, liver exclusively, it's going to be a boring diet. You're not going to be able to stick to it. And any food can be a problem if you eat too much of it. Yeah. It's just best to have balance.
0: And so I I assume you're saying eat all of the different macros, so make sure you have healthy protein, make sure you have healthy fats, make sure you have healthy carbs, and uh, I know that since you're a MetPro client, you you do those things every day. Do you? Are there things that you've done through MetPro that you have passed on to clients, like as advice, or have you ever found yourself giving specific suggestions?
1: Sure. A lot of it is just following the MetPro program. I started out eating like using only chicken as my protein. And that kind of got boring. So I ventured out, used different foods, had to balance things. The main thing is I told, that I found out is like, how much I like shrimp, how much I like seafood. I never ever would do that before. One of the for me, one of the best parts of MetPro Pro is the fact that I'm not only eating better; it's actually more interesting. It got very dull eating the same thing. I started throwing different vegetables in there, and it was just interesting to find out how how many things you could do. And just I added like a lot of peppers as snacks, things like that. Started eating hummus. I thought it was disgusting before, <laughs> but it all added up, and it made it more interesting.
0: I think my surprise vegetable for me was eggplant. I had never tried it before and I threw it in the air fryer and it was actually quite delicious. I was very surprised at that.
1: (laughs) Mine was Brussels sprouts, just all the things you can do. I, I hated them when I was a kid. The boiled things, they smelled, they were terrible. Yeah. I'll tell you, you roast them. Yes. That's something special. Oh, yeah. You roast cauliflower. That's something special.
0: You know what I like to do is the everythings, everything but the bagel seasoning. Oh, I love Love that that on top. It was so good. Okay. You're saying when it comes to eye health, when it comes to health in general, eat a well-balanced plan. Is there anything, though, that you should stay away from? Are there any types of foods we should stay away from? You mentioned Um, sodium.
1: A lot of the condiments you got to watch out for. Oh. Mayonnaise, the salad dressings, everything in moderation, but you got to watch out for that. Uh, Simple carbohydrates. That's the one thing I love about Metpro. The other thing is like Ezekiel bread. That's one slice that's perfectly That's a complex carb, but actually helps with digestion. After a while, I actually like it a lot better than, I used to be a slave to white bread. Yeah. Of course, it got soggy when you had a sandwich, but like the Ezekiel bread, things like that's a complex carb. You also have to watch out for your simple pastas. There are some whole grain pastas, some of the there's some really interesting ones out there. I haven't really tried it, but that's very good. Simple carbs. Instead of white rice, which you'll be starving, white rice was actually the biggest problem for me because I'd was i eat that. It would be me my meal carb, and then I'd be starving like two minutes later. Brown rice has a lot more nutrients in there, and it actually helps a lot with hunger and stuff like that. Hmm. Saturated fats, watch out for uh Bacon, yeah, it's lovely. It tastes great. It does. Not the best.
0: High, high so. in sodium and fat. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that's not good. Also, sweetened drinks. Your soda may taste great, but uh, an awful lot of sugar in that. Try, after a while, you just get used to like iced tea. I'm a slave to iced tea now. Unsweetened iced tea, unsweetened green tea. You throw some lemon in it, some lime. The calories you would have spent on your diet Pepsi and all the sugar, you could really, it it really adds up. It does. So
0: There's a lot of sugar in regular soda. And even diet soda typically has the fake sugar in it. Now I do, full disclosure, I do allow myself uh, a diet soda a day, but I know that it has some of the same effects on your blood sugar and things that regular sugar does, which is fascinating. Um, right. You would think if it's not sugar, it wouldn't, but it
1: does. It would be nice, but it doesn't. Um, when I, actually, I have to admit, too, I'm actually a slave to diet Pepsi. I carry around a two liter bottle and drink it like most people did, but that's gotten better, too, with drinking unsweetened iced tea the other thing too is if you smoke get with the program
0: okay Uh, now my parents smoked for years so the only thing i know about it is it hardens your arteries is that is there more to it than that is that accurate tell us all the things
1: it causes damage to the arterial walls and they do tend to it's like inflammation and it'll tend to Hold on to cholesterol, plaque everything like that. Smoking doesn't help. Our high fat diet doesn't help. high blood pressure doesn't help. So you have all three of those things. it's like the perfect storm. One thing adds onto another. when it's it's just really interesting in my job in radiology, you'll see people. I saw a woman one time, was 30 years old, and been smoking since she was 14, and she had lung cancer, Mm. advanced lung cancer. But a lot of these things, yeah, stop smoking for your eyesight, but stop smoking for your life, too. That's the big thing. Yeah. And it's interesting. You can see these people that get facelifts, they're smokers. I actually knew a plastic surgeon that would not do a facelift on anyone if they were smoking. So, really? Yeah. Why
0: because is all that?
1: The, all the damage is on the capillary level and he basically figured it didn't do any it didn't do any good. Oh. oh. Wow. But that's a big problem. The other thing is everyone wants to know what vitamins or minerals can we actually take? There's a lot of them that are listed. Zinc, that's found in oysters, red meats, nuts, seeds, legumes. That actually helps cut down on free radicals, helps with the macular health. Macula is the center aspect of your eye. Vitamin A is an antioxidant. Your mother always told you eat all your carrots. She's right. So Vitamin we- a is high in that, so it does um, actually help ta- your.
0: It does actually help oh, your eyesight.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wasn't lied to. Sweet
1: potatoes, mangoes, peas also have a lot of vitamin A in them. Your carotenoids, dark green vegetables, your kale, broccoli, spinach, they help with eye strain, night vision, things like that.
0: What happens if you're? not a youngster, and uh, you haven't really been focused on those foods, you start eating, I don't know, maybe 45, like I am just asking for a friend, then is it too late to help your eyes at that point? Or are you still doing some good?
1: Yeah, you can definitely do good. Mainly, if you eliminate the damage right now or help mitigate it, that's definitely going to help. They found that like some people that are low on lutein, which that's a common vitamin that people take over the counter. You can find that in the carotenoids. It helps a lot with night strain, things like that. If, you're, if you have suddenly problems driving at night, or in my case, in a dark room, trying to see things with bright light, that helps. Computer. Sitting in front of a computer, your eyes hurt, things like that, It can help. A lot of this also too, goes down to inflammation. Inflammation of the vessels. And that it goes on again with your, if you're taking a lot of antioxidants, that helps. Your sugar is pro-inflammatory. Your nicotine is pro-inflammatory or high blood pressure. Everything like that inflames the small vessels and in your heart and lungs and everything. So
0: what does inflammation in your blood vessels look like? Like when I think, I don't know, for example, like inflamed muscles, those are sore, but you can't feel inflammation in your blood vessels. So what does that, what does that equate to?
1: You really can't see it. It's just vessels that, like, are inflamed. They they tend to be. That's when they tend to acquire the most plaque. Oh, okay. From cholesterol, and it causes the inflammation. That's what can cause the narrowing of the vessels.
0: Okay, so Uh, sometimes that inflammation over time can lead to adding plaque adding or from the cholesterol and then also making them more narrow so that that, Correct. and that can cause high blood pressure. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Got
1: it. So, Oh, go ahead. Good. No, finish your thought. Oh, I was just going to say also your vitamin Cs, oranges, guava, red peppers, tomatoes, things like that can help. And vitamin E is important for eye health too. Fat um, A lot of your fish oils, things like that, your omega-3 fatty acids, those help a lot with this.
0: What about, is there anything that people should do for their eyes besides nutrition? You You always hear things like, don't look at the sun or wear sunglasses because you're straining, things like that. Is there stuff like that that people may not know to protect their eyes?
1: Definitely, one of the best purchases I ever got was uh, prescription eyeglasses. Really? Or sunglasses because the ultraviolet rays are actually very tough on the eyes. I'm actually redhead. You are too. I have blue eyes. There's not a lot of pigment, so it's important to take care of that. The best thing though, is honestly go to your doctor, get, get a formal eye exam and just go in and see someone because everybody has training on this. I actually go to a local Walmart and they also offered me a retina scan. We just look in this light. It does not hurt at all. It costs $20. They look every year to find the changes. Somebody told me something. I'm not gonna be able to say it correctly, but the eyes are the window to the body or something. They look at the retina. They can see early Changes of hypertension, micro hemorrhages on your retina. You can see a lot from that. Really? So So even
0: if you don't experience, like you're not having trouble with your vision, still go to the eye doctor, still get that yearly exam.
1: Yes, absolutely. One of the x-ray techs I work with actually went to the doctor just because she needed another change of prescription. And they're like you have something seriously wrong with your retina. You need to see a retina specialist. And she didn't even notice it. And she's, now that I see it, now that you told me that, I can notice There's her retina was actually starting to detach. <gasps> and she didn't notice it. And they were able to catch that very early. And the treatment for that was not a real big problem. But it's important to get your regular checkups too. I,
0: I, you might find this interesting. Mm-hmm. I have an aunt who... She had a stroke in her eye, which mm. I didn't know was a thing that could occur. And she actually went blind in that eye. Um, oh, yeah. And is that the kind of thing that getting yearly exams might help with? I'm not saying that would have changed right. her situation.
1: Just it, after- it could. It depends on her specific situation, but there's a lot of causes for that. But it is possible that if they'd noticed that there might've been a small hemorrhage there or embolic event, things like that. So there's a lot of causes and without knowing our specific history, it's hard to tell, but it definitely can. And it's definitely not going to hurt anything for sure. The other thing that people have to realize is that people think doctors, oh, just go to surgery. They can fix it. No big deal. Cataracts. You can get cataracts from unregulated high blood sugar. It the lens, I, somehow it converts like the high sugar into like sorbitol, and it can deposit in the lens, I think I read. People think, no big deal, I'm getting a cataract. No big deal. It's not as big. People are very good with cataract surgery, but don't ever think that any procedure you're going to get is without risks. Anything can happen in any procedure.
0: That's good so, to know.
1: And a lot of things to know. Are so,
0: there if somebody in your family has things like cataracts or the stroke in the eye from like my are those kind of things hereditary is that and you know how like you have some cancers and they're like oh you need to get screened for that at such and such sure. age are there things like that we should be concerned about
1: There's some rare eye diseases like retinitis pigmentosa where you can go blind it's it's a rare situation and that tends to be very genetic but it's more like the the systemic causes High blood pressure tends to be genetic, and that is what can cause the eye damage. I don't ever remember hearing, and I hope it's not, because my mother had a retinal detachment when I was like seven. Uh, But I don't think I'm a high risk for that, but it can be from other things, too.
0: Are you at high risk for anything that you know of, like spending as much time as you do in the dark with the bright lights?
1: Just because of age, you're at a risk for cataracts and because of our age at one point it's going to happen to everyone we're going to need bifocals and uh, back up that happens to everybody that's just a thing oh yeah 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 and uh, for me uh, people were cheaters and for me it actually this friend of mine said it will happen overnight it's true that (laughs) that was the biggest I was actually I went to work and i was reading mammograms yeah and i had this device in my computer that i was able to magnify things and at nine o'clock in the morning i was fine and was able to do it and then i came back at 10 30 and was reading them and i'm like these images suck so i had to pull my glasses off and i'm squinting and this is ridiculous and so the next one came in these images suck And she's like, I'm doing the same thing I was doing early. No, you weren't. So I went back and pulled the one I read first thing in the morning, and it was the same thing. It actually happened within hours. Wow. Why um, does that happen to people? Yeah, got me. Um, I think it's just the lens can't really accommodate. But it does happen to a lot of people. And if you knew, people have cheaters all the time. And my thing was just taking off my glasses and getting closer to the screen. But then I end up with progressive lenses and all's good it's part of the aging process and
0: yeah I'm not a fan of it I first I I always I always say my eyes need to warm up first thing in the in the morning whenever I go to look at my phone it's always a little blurry but then my eyes warm up and then I can see and I'm fine and I don't need anything (laughs) for sure (sighs) are there any red flags that people should look for that might indicate that they need to be focused on their eye health? Anything. I know that people should be going to talk to the doctor once a year, but just anything that they haven't been. And all of a sudden it happens, go to the doctor.
1: Obviously, if you can't see out of an eye, that's pretty critical, but a lot of flashing lights, retina damage can be flashing lights If you see like persistent lines, now people, if you've had them with floaters, which you'll see these lines that over everybody gets those it's very common. They can be scary until they go away. But if you see flashing lights, that can be migraines. It can be retinal issues, detachments, everything like that. That's you you really don't mess around with those. And the whole thing is if you think something's wrong. Go to a doctor. They'd rather see you and just realize, they'd just rather see you and just, there's nothing wrong. Yeah, you had to get in. Yeah, it might be tough for them to reschedule things, but that's what they're there for. They'd rather see you now and realize it's a minimal problem than waiting for it to be severe or something they cannot fix. So that's always key. The other thing too, I tell people, and people don't realize, if you're playing these sports, ball sports, when I was in medical school, people were playing racquetball all the time, and people would not wear goggles, and you would be shocked at all the damage people would have with a ball hitting right in their eye. Wear your goggles, people. The retinal detachments, the retinal trauma, the trauma to the globe of the eye was just absolutely amazing, and it's something that's totally preventable.
0: Wow. I, would, so. I had no idea. You know how something comes at your eye, it automatically closes. I just assumed you'd be able to right.
1: respond pretty quickly. And when that ball is, it really even doesn't matter if the eye is closed or not. When that ball hits and goes against the socket, the damage is pushed right back into the lens, right back in the globe. And you end up, you can have, like a, you know, lose your lens. You can lose your eyesight. Just wear the, you know, wear the goggles. It, it'll just save you. So, Okay. Well this is
0: super so interesting. So, what did we miss? Anything else that you want to make sure people know?
1: The whole thing is, is that Remet Pro is a great program. I think that for me it was the healthiest and best way to lose weight. When I was in medical school, I had an issue with a eating disorder that almost killed me. Oh. It was horrendous. Not a lot of males get eating disorders, but that's a whole topic for another thing. But just having somebody that you can check in on do it healthy my coaches eric it really was a nice way to bounce ideas with and it's just a nice way to uh, you go out to dinner it's a great way to have things planned ahead of time so you just don't derail so
0: yeah it's true i feel like having that accountability having that support having somebody think of the details that aren't it, that isn't you. <laughs> it's, it's super helpful. Right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's great. Um, so I totally it, agree with that.
1: It was almost just checking off the macros. Okay. I, I'm done for the day. That actually helps for me anyway. So.
0: Yeah. And you, you but, have a lot going on. i I mean, with the, obviously being a doctor, seeing, looking, spending all day, t- all day at work, doing your gymnastics, stuff on the the judging on the weekends that takes up a lot of your time. And of course, sure does. I know you like to stay healthy. I know you spend a lot of time on Peloton. I'm lucky enough sure. to know you from yep. the Peloton world. So you do a lot. So it's hard to it's hard to keep all those things balanced and I think Metpro helps with that as well.
1: It certainly does. And I'm the whole thing is if with Metpro, it really does work for everyone. If you don't think it's working then you really need to look at yourself and make sure your meal prepping because that's Meal prepping is just so easy. I do it twice a week, do it, get it out of the way, put it in the refrigerator. You get up early in the morning for me, I actually have to drive to Buffalo, which is an hour and a half away from work. Sometimes because of the weather I'll get up at four in the morning. If I had to pack my lunch, it would not happen. Yeah. If you open the refrigerator, it's all in a bag, boom, I'm out the door. That's great. So,
0: but you drive an hour and a half each way every day?
1: About three or four Ugh. days a week. Yeah.
0: I'm sorry. That's
1: No, it's actually it would be great if there was a train or a bus or something, but I listen to podcasts. <laughs> I don't have a tonal. <laughs> I listen to your podcast. I listen to this podcast. I listen to Clip Out. So, you just find ways around it, and it's it's actually kind of cool. So. Whoa.
0: Well, Thank you so uh, much, Mark. If, if people, before we let you go, if people have questions for you, would you like to be found if you'd like to share where you can be found?
1: Sure. I'm on Facebook. Mark Welch. I'm on some social media. I can actually give you my email too, if you want. Um, sure. That's another trip. It, it's going to sound weird. My professional email I use is popcorn, <laughs> be as in boy. At Penn is in Pennsylvania. P E N N. dot com. Real professional email. That's the one I use all the time. So, <laughs>
0: well, Mark, but, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate yep. it. And listeners, that's all for this week. You can find all the MetPro Method episodes anywhere you get podcasts, or you can go to metpro.co slash podcast. Please be sure to follow the show and rate and review. That lets other people know what they can expect from the show. Uh, You can also learn more about MetPro at metpro.co. I'm your host, Crystal O'Keefe, and I'll be back next week. Until then, remember, consistency is key.